In the shtetl of Harki, in Russia of 300 years ago, there lived a man whose name was Getzel Shloyma. He went around from house to house, from door to door, asking for tzedakah. Actually, he did very little asking, for he hardly spoke a word. He would simply knock at the door and stand there waiting. Occasionally, he would call out, Shema Yisrael! No wonder people thought he was a bit unusual. Getzel Schleimer also went to Shul, but whether he could daven or not was a question that remained in doubt. Anyway, no one was very interested to know much about Getzel Schleimer the beggar. If he hardly spoke to anyone, no one ever spoke to him. Silently, a coin or two would be put in the palm of his hand, and as often as not, Getzel Schleimer would reply with, Shema Yisrael. Most people thought that that was the only thing he could say. Even if somebody failed to put a coin in his hand, he would still say, Shema Yisrael. This was Getzel Schleimer, a real character of the shtetl of Harki. Getzel Schleimer was blessed with a son named Chaim Shmuel. Needless to say, the boy and his mother, Getzel Schleimer's wife, lived in dire need. For the breadwinner, Getzel Schleimer, never brought home much, and a great deal of the time he was away from home altogether. For Getzel Schleimer's territory was not just Harki. He wandered around the nearby towns and villages, collecting tzedakah and saying, Shema Yisrael. So Chaim Shmuel grew up without the benefit of his father's care. He should have been enrolled in Cheder, but there was no one to take an interest in his chinuch. So he grew up in total ignorance of Jewish laws and customs. But when he was about to become bar mitzvah, the malamed took him in hand, taught him how to put on tefillin and say the brachas and the most basic tefillos. And this was all of Chaim Shmuel's educational career. When he reached the age of 14, one year after his bar mitzvah, he decided he was old enough to care for himself, so he went out to the countryside, not to knock on doors with his hand out like his father, but rather to earn his bread by doing all kinds of jobs. Sometimes he would be a shepherd for a few days. Sometimes he would help dig a vegetable garden or plow a field or clean an orchard. Other times he would work clearing out the cow shed or the stable. In this way he spent 10 years of his life. He grew into a handsome, tall, strong young man, but very ignorant of Torah and Jewish life. No one suspected what a soft and sensitive heart he had. Chaim Shmuel rigidly kept the little Yiddishkeit he knew. He put on tefillin every weekday and said the tefillos he knew every single day. But he had a great and deep longing for more. 
His heart was full of Ahavas Hashem, but he did not know how to show it. Afraid that in his ignorance he might offend the Abishter, he often fasted as a way to do tshuva for anything he might have done unknowingly. The years rolled on, and Chaim Shmuel decided it was time to get married and raise a family of his own. He was about 30 years old when he married the daughter of a Jewish farmer and settled down in the same shtetl where his shver lived. Chaim Shmuel continued to do all sorts of odd jobs to provide for himself and his wife. It was in this shtetl, years later, that Chaim Shmuel received the news that his father, Getzel Shloima, had passed away, Leilenu. It hadn't been easy for anyone to locate Chaim Shmuel, but a son has to say Kaddish for his parent, so the people of Kharki made every effort to find Chaim Shmuel until they traced him to the village of his father-in-law. There was another good reason, too. Getzel Shloima, the beggar of Kharki, that everyone thought was a simple person, had turned out to be a tzaddik who had concealed his true personality until the day of his passing. When Chaim Shmuel heard the full story, he realized what a great father he had had, and he made a hachlata to be worthy of him. Getzel Shleimah had grown old and weak. He could no longer leave his bed. He realized that his 120 years were almost up. So he sent for one of the Chevra Kadisha, the people responsible for dealing with a person when their neshama goes away from their guf. Getzel Shloyma asked this member of the Chevra Kadisha to tell the Gabai of the Chevra Kadisha that he should be buried amongst the other beggars and poor people in the cemetery, but that his grave should begin a new row of graves. Then he pointed to an old backpack that he had used his whole life and said, Take it with you now, but make sure to put it in my grave. I have no money to pay for my kuvura, so I have tried to give you as little trouble as possible. I have prepared water for my tahara, and I have prepared my own tachrichim. Then he closed his eyes and recited the last tefillah, while the gravedigger took the beggar's bag and left Getzel Schleimer's humble shack, chuckling to himself. I always thought he was strange, said the gravedigger to himself. Why does he want to take this bag along with him to Eilam Haba? Does he intend to go begging there too? The other members of the Chevra Kadisha had a good laugh upon hearing the dying beggar's last request. But the Gabai was more serious. Let me see the bag, he said. He put his hand into it and brought out some handwritten notes. Kisveyad, a manuscript, someone exclaimed. Maybe he wrote a book. Must be such a good book, too, if he wants to bury it with him. They began to laugh. Wait, said the Gabai. This is no laughing matter. This is a cheshben, money he collected and money he gave out. I must take this to the Rav. It turned out that the Kisveyad, the notes, 
contained a complete account of every penny the beggar had collected and how he secretly gave every penny away to the poor and needy in Kharki and in other places where he wandered. The beggar of Kharki was a tzaddik nistar. He had spent his entire life begging for others who were ashamed to beg for themselves. He pretended to be ignorant and strange so that he could go on with his holy occupation without being bothered. Getzel Shleimer was buried with the honor accorded to a Tamit Chacham and a Tzaddik. The whole of Kharki mourned the loss of such a man, and they begged his forgiveness for the way they had treated him. The beggar of Kharki was laid to rest as he had requested, amongst the other beggars and poor people, the first of a new row. But it immediately became a holy grave where visitors stopped to daven to Hashem at the place where a tzaddik was buried. This is the story that the messengers from Kharki brought to Chaim Shmuel, the only son of the tzaddik Getzel Shloima. Chaim Shmuel eventually moved back to Kharki, although his father's grave continued to be regarded as a special place. Chaim Shmuel himself remained unnoticed. He was very poor, Loyalenu, but never complained. Unexpectedly, however, something happened to change Chaim Shmuel's life. Unbeknownst to anybody in Harki, there lived in that town a Talmud of the Holy Balshemtov. On one of his visits to the Holy Balshemtov, the master told this Talmud, Live someone in your town who has a very lofty soul. Chaim Shmuel is his name. Take him under your wing. The time of his trials were almost up. He is destined to become wealthy, and under your influence, he will accomplish a lot of good. Avraham Mendel was the name of this Talmud of the Balshemtov who lived in Kharki, and he lost no time when he returned. He found Chaim Shmuel and offered to teach him secretly the Holy Torah and the teachings of Chassidus. Chaim Shmuel became a Tamid Chacham and a Tzadik Nistar himself. In due course, he became most fortunate and wealthy and was a most devoted friend of the poor and needy. Chaim Shmuel was a happy man indeed to his very last day.